listening to Vantage Point Podcast, dedicated to giving godly perspective to everyday living. Let's get into this week's episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to daily living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and welcome to week eight of Persons of Interest Summer Takeover. That's right, eight weeks we've been in this series where we've had some amazing guest hosts. And like I told you last week, we're finishing out this series um, in the state of Georgia. And so last week we heard from Pastor Gerald Benton on when the assignment is bigger than your faith. And I encourage you to go back and tune in. That man of God is bringing an amazing word. But today, um, I mentioned her last week, but you're you are in store for an amazing word from an amazing woman of God. Um, I was able to connect uh, with Jasmine earlier this year, and she was another a guest previously um, back in January on a series that we did called Perspectives, and she was able to share some things about 2020 and her journey and her walk. And so she's said yes to come back again. And so without further ado, uh, it's Jasmine Ryan's out of Augusta, Georgia. Hello, Vantage Point family. It is so great to be back. It's such an honor to be one of the Georgia guests on the Person of Interest takeover for this summer. Um, and it's really interesting. I don't think it's a coincidence that um, during this time, during the summer, I've been really focused and more interested on learning more about the Holy Spirit um, because we're always hearing about the Trinity being preached about and teached about in the church, but it's like that one third party in the Trinity that kind of gets neglected and that's the Holy Spirit and quite ironically it's the most important one in this time and day and age that we really need to focus on and really really focus on building that relationship with the Holy Spirit so this series or this um, session was really about, so what about the Holy Spirit? And we'll be talking about the purpose, the person, and the power of the Holy Spirit and why it's so important as believers to have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, I've been having so many recent conversations with other believers and other sisters of Christ. um, And it was really brought up often about why we really don't hear a lot of teachings about the Holy Spirit when that was the last thing that was left for us to be able to live a life that Christ had intended or God had intended for us to live and be able to live it abundantly and live a really rich and fulfilling life that we were purposed to live. And we aren't able to accomplish that or it's impossible to live that type of life without the Holy Spirit. Um, And the Holy Spirit is not an option in the life of a believer. 
And even in Romans 8, 9, it says, You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. And this is the word. And we all have these our different relationships and our different personal our personal journeys with Christ and how we came to know God. Um, but the Holy Spirit was left for us as a gift. And just like God, just like Jesus, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. So when it comes to this gift that Jesus left for us, we still have to have a willingness and an open heart to receive that gift. And looking at it from this kind of mindset it's like having this gift that's in a box that you never open and wonder why you're never ever able to experience the fulfillment and the, the satisfaction of that gift that you never decided to open uh, you can't get mad at the gift that you never opened or received um and that was something that I personally struggled with when it came to growing in my faith because there wasn't a lot of teaching on the Holy Spirit. And it was like the one thing that I neglected when it came to really learning about this spiritual journey that I decided to embark on. And the more I started focusing on my relationship with not just the Father and the Son, but the Holy Spirit, that's when things started becoming more clear for me. That's when I was able to have a better understanding of my purpose. And that's when I really started living. And the Holy Spirit has different roles in our lives. And one of them is the Holy Spirit works in the hearts of people. In John 14, 16, it says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because he doesn't see him or know him, but you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. And also in John 14, 26, it says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. So when I look at my relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I see God as the Father. I see Jesus as big bro. And then I see, and this is just me because <laughs> this is just my personality, but I see the Holy Spirit as, quote unquote, the big homie. So what I consider as the big homie is that one friend that your big brother always knew and that he would assign that person to be the person that watch over you, to be the one to take care of you in the event that he has to leave or something happens to him. And he serves as like your chauffeur, your chauffeur, your, your counselor, your teacher, your bodyguard, your everything. He's your everything. That's the big homie. And Holy Spirit to me is the big homie. <laughs> when big bro left, he left, he made sure that I was protected. I had someone that I can go to. I had someone that was going to protect me because 
that is what the Holy Spirit was supposed to do. That was the gift that he left for us. And the thing was, even Jesus himself said, it's better for him to leave so the counselor can come, so the Holy Spirit can come. Because when he was on this earth, he had the Holy Spirit in him, but because he was also man and God, he was limited to what he could do. And it was better for him to go through what he went through so the Holy Spirit can be dispersed to all of us um, and not in just not just contained in within him. Because when it was just contained in him, in his fleshly body, it could only be dispersed wherever he went. But once he went on and was seated next to God, then he was able to send the Holy Spirit back down for everyone to be able to receive it. And again, like I said, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. So the Holy Spirit fell upon everyone but those that believed in Christ and those that had a heart that was willing to accept him was the ones that received him. Um, and it's not until you really receive God or well, receive the Holy Spirit, he can start cleansing you and making room for having more of a heart and a thirst for God's truth and righteousness. Like, the Holy Spirit gives you that desire, helps strengthen you spiritually. And I was having a conversation earlier because I was definitely struggling with um, what to say. And I would think by now I would know that when it comes to things like this, I really honestly just have to let the Holy Spirit do what and say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> and it always turns out better that way instead of trying to rehearse and trying to practice something. But I was having a conversation earlier um, about my fitness journey. Um, recently, I just started back working out. Um, and it's not like I've never had a trainer before and I've never worked out before, but out of the almost 10 years I've had a trainer this year, um, and this time around, starting in June, was the most I've seen any transformation when it came to my body because I was more serious. I was more intentional about my workouts because of the near-death experiences I've, I've had previously in the previous two years. Um, I really took it more serious and it was a lot more personal for me. So I was... I was determined to go every day. I was determined to work out every day, regardless of how I felt or what I was going through. And the same thing applies with my my spiritual fitness, um, with the whole near-death experience. Spiritually, I've had co coinciding with my physical sickness and near-death experiences. I started to become more intentional and serious about my relationship. Um, and that's why I was more so being more intentional about focusing on the Holy Spirit, because I'm like, OK, I have this gift that Jesus left and I know nothing about it. But it's the one thing that I need to be able to do life and have a life worth living on this earth while I'm here. And it's interesting to know that. This one person that you can't see, you can't feel, 
but they have you literally have God's power readily available right there around you. All you have to do is welcome it in. Um, and it's just interesting, interesting to see, even in my own personal life, how I allowed so much time to pass and gone through so much where I'm pretty much having to crawl back to Christ just because I never opened the gift that he gave me. I'm sitting here going through all this, wondering why nothing's making sense. I'm lost and confused. And my gift is literally sitting right there. And he's like, will you open the box already? Will you open your heart already and receive what I gave you so you don't have to continue feeling like this? Because once you allow the Holy Spirit to come in, he transforms your your mind and renews your spirit and and enables you to be able to think differently and live differently and speak differently because now you possess the power of God and now you start becoming more like Christ and more like God um, in your thinking and in the posture of your heart how you how you process things how you are able to discern certain things how you become more quickly convicted about your sins because the holy spirit reveals those things to you he shines a light on your sins to cause you or to push you into repentance so you turn away from those things so you start living a life that's more pleasing to christ and he leads you to things that are more pleasing to him and you don't have to keep going through all these unnecessary hurdles, all these detours in life when you just follow the Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of people have a hard time that I know personally following the Holy Spirit because they, the way it was taught, especially in those old country churches, you know, the ones on the back, back dirt road where there's no lights or nothing, where it made it seem like the Holy Spirit was like Casper, like a friendly ghost. And it's just like, who wants to worship and who wants to allow a ghost into their heart? Like, no, <laughs> but that's the way he's presented in some churches. So a lot of people are either afraid of it or they just really don't have an understanding. And it's kind of dishear disheartening to know that a lot of people aren't taught and aren't aware and don't have the knowledge of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is what we need to get through this life. And a lot of things I feel like could be prevented. Um, a lot of hurt could be prevented, especially in church, when we learn to welcome in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit opens the believer's heart, enabling us to digest and comprehend the word of God. And it was another thing with me in my personal experience where it's just like, I'm really not understanding what's going on here. And when someone is confused or something is like hard to understand, they quickly lose interest in it. And that was my experiences per personally, because when I had a lot of questions about 
who is the Holy Spirit? What is the Holy Spirit? Is it, should I refer to it as a him or is it an it? Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, I don't really understand who this is or I'm not familiar of familiar with this person and it's like I'm supposed to have put all my trust in someone that I don't even know um and even now we struggle with trusting people that we can see let alone someone that you can't see but the more I took the time um to learn about and that's how the Holy Spirit is so funny because the Holy Spirit will nudge you to want to learn more about him so you can understand him more. Um, and that has definitely been the case for me the last just two weeks alone. Like I have invested in books and nothing but the Holy Spirit, looking up verses, nothing about the Holy Spirit. Cause I'm like, if you are going to be the big homie, I need to know what's up with you. I need to learn more about you. And God is like, yes, finally you get it <laughs> enjoy the gift that i gave you learn about it study it enjoy it i need you to do that and it's interesting to see how the holy spirit works and how he's so subtle with it um and it's just like I said, with the working out, like at first, it's just like this feels weird. Um, I don't think I can do this. But the more I went and the more I decided in my mind that this is what I wanted, the more strength I gained over time. Um, and the same is with my my spiritual journey, like holding learning about the Holy Spirit has been the best experience thus far um, when it comes to the spirit, spiritual maturity and this journey that I've been on. Because um, I'm not new to the faith, but it's like a whole new understanding for me when it comes to the Trinity in itself. Um, because I'm Growing up, I was taught more so about what's right and what's wrong, but I was never taught about relationship. Um, and relationship has just been so important for me in this season because I'm like, if this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, if this relationship is pretty much like a marriage and this is till death do me part, I really need to know who I'm married to um, because it's really hard and it's really difficult to enjoy something and to really be able to commit to a relationship with someone that you barely know. Um, and I think that's the struggle with a lot of people. It's like, I want to be saved, but it's like, I don't understand who I'm following or what's going on here. And I really feel like it's important, especially for the teachers to really start teaching people about who the Holy Spirit is, not what the Spirit, Holy Spirit is, but who the Holy Spirit is. And the Holy Spirit is a person because there are instances in the Bible where the Holy Spirit was grieved. And there's a 
an instance in the Bible where the Holy Spirit was lied to. You can't lie to a thing. <laughs> you lie to people. You grieve people. The Holy Spirit was grieved. The Holy Spirit was lied to and people had to pay some hefty consequences for lying to the spirit and grieving the spirit. If you grieve the spirit, it will leave you just like any other person. Trust me. If somebody makes me sad or upset or lie to me, yes, I'm leaving too. So this, that is a reminder and evidence to us that the Holy Spirit is a person. Um, and when we have a better understanding of that, we're, we would be more careful what we do and what we say, especially when it comes to the Holy Spirit and what we do to our bodies. Because the, once we receive the Holy Spirit in and allow the Holy Spirit in, the things that we do to ourselves, we're doing to the Holy Spirit. And just like any other person, if I don't feel comfortable in a place or I'm not wanted in a place, eventually it's going to leave. Just like the Holy Spirit left Saul. <laughs> like before David became king, the Holy Spirit left Saul. So there, there is a time where you have to, you only get baptized once in the Holy Spirit, but you have to get filled with the Spirit constantly. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is just like giving God a yes, which you have to do consistently and every day. You have to allow the Holy Spirit in every day because every day you wake up is a new day. It's new grace, it's new mercy, it's a new day to give him a yes, and it's a new day to receive and welcome the Holy Spirit in. And it says even in God's word, once we are saved, the Holy Spirit takes up residence in our hearts, sealing us with the assurance of our soul's eternal state. The Holy Spirit is our spiritual guide, relieving Revealing to our minds and hearts the truth as it relates to scripture, to worship, to doctrine, and to Christian living. As our spiritual guide, the Holy Spirit goes before us to remove spiritual obstructions, spiritual roadblocks, while at the same time stays beside us to reveal the truth and to make all things plain and clear. The Holy Spirit gifts the, the believer with spiritual gifts to work for the good of the body of Christ. These gifts are given to believers by the Holy Spirit so that we can be Christ's soldiers in the world. So not only does the Holy Spirit come as our comforter, our counselor, our helper, our intercessor, our advocate, our strengthener, our revealer of truth, but he also gives us gifts to be able to do the work that God has purposed each of us to do and he gives us gifts based on our purpose um and that's why it's so important not to compare your journey with someone else's because the holy spirit has gifted you or equipped you with what it is that you're purpose for and that's why we need to spend more time 
talking with the Holy Spirit because that's where we get our clarity and that's where we get our understanding of our purpose because the Holy Spirit is the one that gives us those gifts. So quite naturally, when someone gives you a gift and you don't know how to use it, you go back to the person that gave you that gift so you can understand and ask those questions. How do I use this gift or how? what is the purpose of this gift that I have? How am I supposed to use this gift in the way that God has created me to use it? And sometimes he'll send different tasks or do certain things or send a person your way or show you something that reveals little by little what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And over time, you start seeing the bigger picture of what it is that God has created you to do. Um, but sometimes we can get so focused on the destination that we can't really enjoy the journey or the road there or the trip there. Um, and that was a big issue for me. I'm, I was just so focused on, so what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? But it's just like, at this moment, in today, what is it that you want me to do based off the gifts that you've given me and the purpose that you have for my life? And being able to enjoy those todays <laughs> and really just spend more time learning, not just about who I am, but who the Holy Spirit is. Um, I just became so self-absorbed about my purpose that I kind of started becoming selfish in the sense because it's just like I don't care what else is going on I want to know what why I'm here and what I'm supposed to be doing instead of just enjoying life and just enjoying the things and enjoying my today and the things that have come and the experiences that I'm able to experience in today um and it's interesting that the first episode that I ever did on Vantage Point was about perspective and every day the Holy Spirit has been reminding me about that episode because there are certain things that I still have a wrong outlook on or the wrong perspective on and he's always having to convict me and change my mind about certain situations or seeing it in a different light um, because sometimes we can and I mentioned it before, sometimes we can see things from a traumatic lens um, and not see it the way we're supposed to see certain situations. Um, and the Holy Spirit is here to help us be able to see things through a clearer lens, a better lens, through God's lens, um, if you will. So we can see things the way that we were meant to see them. So we are able to respond and take action properly and effectively in the sight of God. Now, also, it speaks about the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruits. <laughs> let's let's take that because we, we love to add S on everything, like, you know, Kroger's and everything. It say the fruit, not the fruits. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such there is no law. 
there are not these are not the fruit of our own accomplishment these the this fruit are product of the spirit's presence in our life so in order for us to be able to produce this fruit we have to have the the spirit we have to have the holy spirit within us and honestly when we have the holy spirit and we possess the holy spirit this is what is produced as a result of having the holy spirit in us um and it's really hard and pretty much impossible to have these things without the holy spirit um love joy peace long suffering let's just highlight this long suffering though um because anybody listening to this podcast right now in 2021 knows a good thing about long suffering right now after the year we had with 2020 and the bittersweetness of 2021 <laughs> long suffering has been um it, it's been hitting different it hits different <laughs> um because you're like but how long though <laughs> You, it say long suffering, but it, it really be feeling extra long. Is, or is it just me? It might just be me. But that long suffering um, in other, in other um, versions, it may say patience. But I feel like long suffering is a lot more fitting. Now that I'm older, <laughs> it is definitely suffering and it is definitely long. Um, but you're not able to display this when you don't have the spirit. And you can see how important that is when you're living in this world that's full of chaos. It's full of impatient people. Like everything is right now or nothing at all. Like everything is just a, a rat race. And when it comes to things of God, God is a God of movement, but he's also a God of process and he's a God of order and he's a God of timing. Um, and some things don't happen on our time, but it doesn't mean it is not happening on time. There's a season for everything. There's a time for everything. And when we possess the Holy Spirit, we're able to bear certain things because we have an understanding of why we're going through what we're going through, even if it doesn't make sense. But we know that, okay, if I'm not getting this right now, there, right now, there's a reason why it's not happening right now. Maybe this isn't the right season. This isn't the right time. Maybe there's something that God hasn't revealed to me yet. And he's trying to give me more time to prepare for what I don't know that's coming up. Like you have to and the Holy Spirit will be able to, like I said, download these this particular perspective on certain things. Because I know before all this, I would just be like, you know what? I'm just going to give up because I don't see anything happening. Nothing's going the right way. Um, and the Holy Spirit really had to deal with me on that. Because uh, it's just like, well, last time I checked, 
you didn't have a say in creating nothing when it when it came to creating this world, creating the earth, the heavens, the waters or anything. So if anybody knows what's going on, it's going to be God. So I'm going to need you to calm down a little bit because he knows what he's doing. I know I know you're trying to help him out, but he doesn't need your help. He needs your obe your obedience and your willingness and your yes. That's all he's looking for from you. Um, and you still struggling with that. So <laughs> I'm going to need you to simmer down, little one. Simmer down. <laughs> we got it over here. We're a team of three and we are doing perfectly fine. We just need you to obey us. That is all we ask of you. Just listen and obey. Can you do that? Okay, thank you. <laughs> but it's like we really make life so much harder because we don't take the time to really learn about the gift that we have been gifted or the person that we have on our side, like our big homie that we have, that we don't talk to, we really don't get to know, and we just be sitting there treating them like an ugly stepchild. Like, we put them up in the, in the basement when company come out, and well, company come around, and then we wanna pull them back out when, when everybody's gone and nobody's around that's not how you that's not how you're gonna treat the holy spirit because he will walk out on you <laughs> he will leave you um wherever he is not welcome um and he is not going to barge or force his way in again because he is a gentleman but you have to have a willing heart and an open mind to be able to receive the holy spirit and i'm telling you from personal experience it makes life so much better um, because when you know where you're going, what you're doing, how you're supposed to do it, and who you do it with, it helps eliminate the distractions and anything that is not of God and not for you and is not going to help elevate you or help you in your evolution to becoming God's greatest version of who he wants you to be. So... I hope this helped everyone. I really feel like I was rambling, but <laughs> um, I really had stuff written out, but it didn't. That's, of course, that's not how the Holy Spirit rolls. But I hope this helped someone or helped bring some type of insight and understanding for someone. Um, and we can do a quick little prayer and then... I will let you guys go because I am not like Pharaoh. I do not like to hold the Lord's people. <laughs> but Lord, if we are in Christ, we are a new creation. Help us find our identities here. Make us clean and new in yours. And Lord, help us to have a better understanding of who the Trinity is and who the Holy Spirit is and the this wonderful gift that Jesus so graciously left us here. Help us to build our relationship with not just the Father and the Son, but with the Holy Spirit as well. Well, we love you and we honor you. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Vantage family, I love you. Bye.